The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, I'm Haley Hubbard, mom to three and wife to a country music star. And I'm Jess Diamond, registered dietitian nutritionist and mom to one. And this is Meaningful Living, a community to make parenting and life a little easier and a lot less lonely. Every week, we talk to experts, parents, and answer your questions to share the practical tips and real side of parenting we all need. Because when you remove the doubt, fear, and stress from everyday decisions, you create more time for the meaningful moments. It takes a village. We're so excited to share ours with you. Today, I sat down in studio with Heidi Jamilio, and we had the best conversation. She is known across social media and from her family's Hulu show, The Demilio Show. And we talk family, kids, life, marriage, and parenting amongst her kids' skyrocketing fame, social media, and motherhood. And I am just such a big fan of her and her family and love how centered they all are around family. And now I am finally going to make my way to TikTok thanks to Heidi's help. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Here it is. Oh, I'm so happy that you're here today. And I feel like everyone in the world, even people that don't know TikTok like myself, embarrassed to say that, but everybody that even doesn't know TikTok knows your guys' name. (laughs) Your daughters, Charlie and Dixie, are some of the most popular names on social media today. And it's unreal how it just happened overnight. And I can't wait to dive into all that and how the transition was and and everything. But first, I want to talk about you and your family. And just before you even had kids, you were a model and you were a fitness trainer. And at what point did you decide like, okay, I am I'm ready to step into motherhood and put this on pause? And did you like fully put it on pause or did you kind of like dabble a little bit? I want to start by saying when I was a little kid and people would say, what do you want to be when you grow up? I wanted to be a mom. Like that was always my answer. I came up with Dixie's name when I was five and I have three older sisters. So I was like, nobody take my name. I want my daughter's (laughs) name to be Dixie. Not knowing at five that you might not get a daughter, but anyway, wow. here we are, whatever. So yeah, I was a personal trainer. I was modeling. Mark and I were living in New York City. And it was sort of the way it all worked out was we got married in May of 2000. And our lease was up in July in New York City. And it was the height of the market. We knew we wanted to have kids pretty soon. And it was kind of just like, okay, the lease is up. We got to move. So we ended up moving to Connecticut, which is where his family, Mark's family was. I'm from, Uh my family's in Louisiana. And so um, wanted to be close to family. I couldn't imagine, I grew up in the country. Like I couldn't imagine having kids in New York City. I would see moms going up and down the stairs of the subway with a stroller. I was always helping moms. Like that just broke my heart. Like, you know, being a mom is hard enough and just the mad dash when the subway comes in and the stairs. So. I always wonder that when I'm in New York. I'm like, how do they do it? <sighs> that really scared me. So, and I just wanted, I'm like, I want a backyard for the kids and all of this. So we ended up moving to Connecticut. And with that, as a personal trainer, okay, there goes my business. So I can't, mm. <laughs> I wasn't going to do the commute and the whole thing. And do I start that business over? We knew we wanted to have kids. I don't know how long it's going to take me to get pregnant, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I got pregnant right away. And so it was this conversation. I, I was like, I, 
I really always envision myself staying home with the kids, but I'm open to any conversation. Mark's like, whatever like you feel will help you step into that role and make you feel good, let's do that. He always worked from home, which was nice. So it's not like he was out and disconnected. Right. My dad and mom had the same dynamic. My mom stayed home with us, but my dad worked from home. I mean, he was in and out of meetings, but and so was Mark in and out of New York City. He's in the clothing business. But so it was nice to have. It's like we were always all together, all four of us. So it wasn't a hard transition to. I knew if I wanted to continue doing personal training, I would have to start that business all over again. I just didn't. I was I didn't have the motivation to do that as much as I wanted to start our family and Mark wanted to start our family. Mm -hmm. So we kind of focused on that. And then and the modeling thing, it's like hard to do it if you're not in New York City at the and the pace I was doing it. And I wasn't anything major by any means, but I was I was consistently working and yeah. it was, I was having a blast doing it. So that kind of made all of it a lot easier. I got pregnant pretty quickly and there we are. Now we have. And then Mark started his own business right before we found out I was pregnant. <laughs> so course, the timing on that was not ideal. But looking back on it, like you can't plan anything. Mm -hmm. You just things just work out. And we were just lucky. We He was able to work from home and do all this stuff together. So I was able to help him with work and he was able to help me with Dixie and that whole thing. So that was kind of the transition. I was so ready. We were both so ready. We were, uh, I guess I was 30 when I had her something like that. Mm -hmm. And so it was, I was ready. Like I was ready to start a family. It just, I, I couldn't imagine it any other way. I think that's yeah. just kind of how it always ends up. Like if I, we would have waited or, you know, whatever, but just happens how it's supposed it just to happens. And we struggled financially without two incomes and, but it was worth the sacrifice in my opinion to be there. That's what I grew up with. That's what I knew. I don't know if I would change anything I think I could have given them a lot more independence if I wasn't around, if they were, you know, at uh, preschool earlier at two. Like Dixie didn't start till, both of the girls didn't start till they were four. Mm -hmm. They did one year of preschool and then kindergarten. Yeah. So I, I do wonder, but then I fast forward to now and I'm like, they're pretty independent. So I guess it just all works out. Yeah, you did a pretty great job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I know. I feel like every mom struggles with the like, okay, do I work? Do I not work? I mean, I'm personally struggling with this. And it's just like, how much am I there? I want them to be independent and I don't want to leave them. And it's just this constant thing, even flying out here for these few days. I was like, just, I almost was like, oh man, I hope I like get sick or something. And I have to, you know, stay home so I could be with my kids, which is also psychotic. I'm like, no, I need to like give them space also. But it's just, it's constantly in my head too of like, what's the right way? And I don't think there really is. It's just what's right for you. And, and so I think that's amazing that you were there, especially for those years. Cause I'm sure looking back, you're like, oh, I'm so glad I was there. I, I do. I do have those thoughts, but just like you're saying, I don't, you know, Oh, maybe I don't go on the trip. I'm like, I, I was just, I, you know, now I'm like, maybe I should have gone. Maybe I should have left more. Maybe mm. I should have done like girls trips or whatever. I didn't have the desire to do that. I wanted to be there. I, and also, like, Mark and I love hanging out. So it was, like, us hanging out, and then now we have kids hanging out. Now we have two kids hanging out. Like, it was just always fun being together. He's yeah. so much fun. Like, 
I always wanted to, like, <laughs> I want to be where you are. So oh, that was awesome. kind of, you know, I think no matter what route you take, there's always doubt. Mm-hmm. And what I, having now an almost 21-year-old and an 18-year-old, they don't even remember the moments I wasn't home. Right. They, it's like not a thing. And right. so it's nice to know that, you know. Well, thank you. That makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> they, they know, those aren't the things they remember. Right. They remember a big picture of like how we made them feel. Right. Okay, you guys, let's talk about the new activity toy that I've been doing with Bryce and have been absolutely loving. It's called Little Passports. And if you're looking for something fun, different, screen time free to keep your kids occupied, you have to check them out. Honestly, so many of you told us about them. And I just have to say thank you because we are loving it. There's really nothing better than watching your kids' imagination take off. And that's exactly what you get with Little Passports. So Little Passports offers globally inspired award-winning kits filled with hands-on activities and games and stories that will spark curiosity and imagination in young adventurers and scientists, and they are perfect for kids of all ages. Here's how it works. So each month, Little Passport sends you this kit, and it is packed with all sorts of fun things, you guys. It has play-based activities and interactive crafts, puzzles, games, stories, so much. Each kit is different. It's perfect for their age, and it's matched to their interests. And it's designed to help them have fun while they explore and learn about different parts of the world. It's honestly incredible. So whether you're building a solar-powered robot or creating a Spanish mosaic or playing with animal friends in the Serengeti, I'm not kidding, that's one of the activities, kids ages 3 to 10 will absolutely love learning with Little Passports. So share the world with your little explorers. With Little Passports, there's always something new to discover. For listeners of the show, Little Passports is offering 50% off your first month of any subscription when you go to littlepassports.com slash full and use promo code full at checkout. That's littlepassports.com slash full and full at checkout. Go check them out. Hi, I'm Bethany. And I'm Anthony Garcia. And this is the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. In this day and age of filters and heavy editing, we believe in sharing the real and raw parts of marriage, parenthood, and real freaking life that often get filtered over. Every week, we share next level, real life confessions from our audience. You'll either feel seen, highly entertained, or maybe even both. Come hang with us and catch a new episode every Friday. Make sure to follow so you don't miss a single confession. I feel like just from even just now sitting down with you and you talking about how much you love being with your husband and your family, like you can tell even through social media that family and values are a very integral part of your guys's life. And I love that you are, you're incorporating that even amongst this overnight fame. I mean, I guess you've, you've lived in it for years, but like it's, I'm sure that had to be an adjustment. And how do you keep young girls grounded amongst the spotlight amongst social media and like all the pressures of of today like what are things that you feel like are the main things that you teach them and how do you do it I want to just say this thing that we've I've said before like before the whole social media thing to just friends and it almost it like took the air out of the room the reaction and I was like oh I didn't realize that wasn't maybe 
a normal thing. But after we had kids, the conversation, we were with a bunch of couples and the conversation was about kids and how they're different people. The parents are different people now and they don't act like they used to act. And we were kind of, without saying anything, we're like, we don't feel that way. Mm -hmm. We didn't change for our kids. We are who we are and they're now in our world. Yes. Because we felt like we had a really good thing. And so we don't want to change that. And then like, who's parenting them? Like these two different people that aren't who they really are. So I think that was a very, well, I mean, we never like had that conversation. It just kind of happened that way until that day. And then we actually talked about it. I was like, with that, it's just kind of the way we are. And well, I, I love that about us and about, I think that was part of, our family, when we went out to dinner, the kids were always with us. We did do sometimes date nights, but I felt like, I know this sounds super cheesy, but <laughs> like, because Mark worked from home, we were together all the time. We would go to lunch and we would like, I felt like we were dating all the time. So it wasn't like, okay, we need to be away from our kids. We When they were at school, we were, we had a date all day long. Like it was nice. Right. And so we did, I think just that being a part of the dynamic made it where those date nights weren't really a thing for us. Mm -hmm. And we went out to dinner. The kids came with us. They were little. And it just kind of helped them adjust. So fast forward, very much family and and very close to my family. We would travel to Louisiana all the time. And then Mark's family lived in Connecticut, New York. So we were just like family was everything. And so as this crazy stuff happens and the girls go viral on the internet. I think that family thing, it never changed. Like we're all, if it was just one of the girls and the three of the rest of us weren't in it, I think it would feel differently, but like we're all in it together. So we just have so much of it that feels normal and feels the same. Yeah. Even though there's like all this other stuff around us. And I think just the girl, Mark's always been an entrepreneur. Although I was a stay-at-home mom, I was a photographer and like doing little things on the side. Mm-hmm. Just for my own sort of like pride and wanting to do something and contribute and feel like, wait, I can do things too. Right. <laughs> and so I think the girls, the girls always like... We're starting businesses at the house, you know, oh, I'm going to do this, whether it's for charity or a lemonade stand or this or that. So they always had that about them. And so now to see they get to do this on a big in a big way, but they still they literally yesterday we were in a meeting and there was this whole campaign thing. And Charlie wasn't really disagree- wasn't really agreeing with the route that this biz- this brand wanted to take. And she says her whole thing and then she was like dad what do you think like she they are always we let them you know they're adults at this point Mm -hmm. and we let them sort of try and figure it out but are always there for support when they ask for it right I love so much of what you were saying (laughs) like even from the beginning like they're adapting to your life and that I think is so important because again our kids are eventually going to go off to college and they're we're going to be at home and like, okay, I want to, I want to be like, oh, who's my husband? Oh yeah. I know you because Mm -hmm. we've stayed and maintained. And I love that you're obsessed with your husband. I'm so (laughs) obsessed with my husband and, and family. And, and I think 
it just adds a whole nother fun element. And I think that is important too for kids to see. It's just like, oh, my parents like each other. Oh, this is what I deserve in a marriage. Oh, this is what I should look for one day in a marriage. And and so that's really cool. But also just how you guys have kept that normalcy and like maintained that stuck together as a unit because just it's a lot, even the small bit of spotlight that we've gotten in the country music world is just, even that just feels like a lot some days. And I'm like, oh, like this pressure is, is so much. And like, am I putting it on myself? Is it, is it comments? Why am I letting these comments get to me? And then it starts to affect like how I'm acting and anyways. And so it's just, I, I admire the way that you guys have stuck together. And so I'm sure when, when one person goes through things, it's, it's like you all kind of go through it. Thank you. I appreciate that. And it is, there's all, we've all had our moments where we're getting canceled for one thing or another. And it's usually all ridiculous, but mm-hmm. I, you know what I love about where I am in this stage of my life is my kids are, especially in the, this social media world and everything. I, find myself like asking them for advice like the roles have definitely the tables have turned of course they still come to me for like lots of things yeah yeah and to mark but I I lean on them I'm like oh what do I do I respond do I and you know they give the best advice and sometimes I'm like when they're talking to me like they're sitting me down like mom you need to you know know your worth and do like things that I know I've said to them and they're saying back to me you hear it so much more when it's coming out of your kid's mouth at you, it's, I, I'm like, wow. Wow. It's like a full circle really, really, really cool moment. Yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, I love that. I'm like teary-eyed too. <laughs> <laughs> I was on your social media last night and I saw that you all three were on VMAG together in this really awesome photo. And was that just such like another cool full circle moment for you guys to be all together? You're kind of going back to your roots of modeling a little bit and what was that like? That was such a cool day. It was the first time that the girls and I have done a shoot together throughout wow. all of this, even though it hasn't been that long. It's been two years, but we've never just done an actual like modeling shoot together. Mm-hmm. And Dixie started modeling when she was a teenager. She would always, you know, as teenagers do, like, I don't like these pictures. And then I would like help try to help mm-hmm. with like, you know, get in the mirror, see what your angles are, like learn. It's different than a selfie. Like you have to learn and how to move in front of the camera. And we, I would have these right. conversations and she'd be like, oh. and then like nowadays she's like, my mom would tell me like get in the mirror. Like, okay, you were listening, <laughs> but I didn't know you were listening. Anyway, she's so good in front of the camera now. She's really coming into her own and learning and getting more comfortable in her body. Mm-hmm. And so, and Charlie's a dancer. So she's very like her, very self-aware of her, her movements. And so the, I go to shoots for them all the time. I'm so impressed. I'm like, wow, they are way better than I ever was. So for the three of us to be together and do it, I was, I was a little intimidated. And they're like, what are you talking about? You're so good at this. I'm like, but when you don't do something for 25 years. Right. Um, it's, in front of the camera. Yeah, it was scary. And they were, again, turning the tables. They're like, you need to, you can't stay in one place. Like, you always have to push yourself. Go go out there. Do things that you're not comfortable with. Like, it's not wow. how you grow. And I'm like, oh, there we are again. <laughs> oh, that's so It was cool. a cool day. I was really happy to be there with them. 
Okay, you guys, we are so excited to tell you about Nima. If you are pregnant or have a baby, you're going to want to listen up. Your skin goes through a lot of changes. I mean, a lot during pregnancy, and Nima is here to help. It's mom founded and mom tested. Nima is a sustainable luxury skincare collection created for mothers and their families. And their mission is all about creating clean and effective pregnancy and postpartum solutions for where ever you are in your motherhood journey by combining luxury ingredients with science and focusing on meaningful conversations around maternal wellness. It's actually founded by Haley's good friend, Mary Lawless Lee, and Nima is inspired by the love of her children and her desire to help moms find pregnancy skincare that was not just safe, but felt as luxurious and effective as other skincare products. So if you're a mom or mom-to-be, these are three must-haves you need to add to your cart. Listen up. The stretch mark cream is a great way to prevent those pesky stretch marks that honestly show up when you least expect it. The scar treatment will help make any postpartum area less noticeable after giving birth. And I'm telling you guys, it's incredible. I use it on me for just random scars now and Bryce. And finally, the nipple and lip balm. Honestly, I use the lip balm constantly and it is so good. They're all vegan, hypoallergenic, and dermatologist approved, and they feel so good on your skin. It makes the perfect gift set for a new mom or mom to be in your life. I've been giving it to all of my friends at their baby showers. You can purchase their products from their website, nema.com. That's N-E-M-A-H.com and use code LIVINGNEMA at checkout for 15% off. Again, that's nema.com, code LIVINGNEMA at checkout for 15% off. Go get these products. I see that too in my own daughter, even just with like when I'm taking pictures of her now, like she will, she'll pose. And I'm like, where did she learn that? Because I think I'm, well, I'm almost 35 and I'm just learning those angles. And she's got it at four years old. There's, these kids are so good. It's so, it's so crazy. But I, I'm personally kind of dealing with a dilemma where I'm like, okay, how much do I share my little kids on socials? Because they obviously don't have a say in it. And I don't want them to get older and be like, oh, you didn't share me at all. But then I don't want them to get older and be like, why did you put me all over social media? And so right now is this moment where I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't think too much about it, but where's the fine line? Like, what am I going to do? And it's a lot the social media thing is is interesting. And so that was kind of a, a side note, but I'm curious, like when your daughter's got phones when did when was social media okay for them to use and i know today's world is so different than from like when i grew up and when you grew up and like when is it okay i think every parent's wondering like when am i going to give them a phone when am i going to say yes to to social media and then am i going to have parameters around that like and then how do you control it that i mean first is whatever we do like they're going to, the kids are going to come back and be like, why didn't you do that instead of this? Mine do that to me. And I'm like, because <laughs> we moved out of the city, out of New York City to give them this life with the backyard and the, yeah. why, why didn't you raise this in New York City? It would have been so much cooler. I'm like, <laughs> I you just, so that you're you going to get win. no matter what. So our, for us, I think every family has to do what feels right, first of all. For yeah. us, we were, Mark and I were very, 
early adapters to social media, especially with Mark and his business, it was important. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he knew early on how important that was to growing his business and that being a part of it. So the kids got phones. Well, so when Dixie was in fifth grade, kind of like we were really close with her school and all the parents. It was like a great school. And she, the parents were talking about like, okay, they're going off to middle school and they're going to be walking home from school and bus and phones. And so I kind of collectively had a conversation. And like, so we were like, for the most part, a big chunk of her fifth grade class for fifth grade graduation was going to get a phone. And so we were like, yeah, for sure. Like we feel comfortable with that. She got the phone it stayed in her room almost all the time. She wasn't even that into it. But even that wasn't that long ago, but it's different now, I think. Yeah. We didn't put a lot on it. She wasn't really on social media. She liked to just make videos. Like she would record herself like singing or doing different things. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't so much a thing. They did have computers and it has like, you know, they would record themselves. We have p- videos of them when they were little and they would like do skits and like acting and do all these things, but they weren't posting anything. And because we understood how it worked in social media, when they were ready to get on it, because my whole family's in Louisiana, they want to stay, stay in contact with their cousins. So yeah. we set them up, but they just followed each other. Like they weren't really seeing a lot and doing a lot. And again, they weren't really that into it yet. And then and then middle school, it gets middle school was probably the most terrifying parenting years for us. It's just so much where they're feeling a little independent and there's a bunch more kids that you haven't met yet. And like everything changes a lot in middle school. The girls, Dixie had a lot of concussions, so she was struggling with health stuff and missing school because of concussions and post-concussion syndrome. And gosh, how did she get concussions? First one was in second grade. She was ice skating and she fell and hit her face actually. And just any way you could get a concussion. A lot of it was sports, basketball, Mm -hmm. soccer, swimming. She did a backstroke into the side wall. And then just um, random kid stuff. She get, the more yeah. you have them, the easier you get them. So that was really hard um, to miss school and then come back. And then like your friends are now friends with other people. Like it was that was a tough time mm-hmm. for her and then to parent and try to fix everything and you can't. And so yeah. the phones became a way for her to stay connected. And we had, you know, you kind of got to take a leap of faith of we instilled in them like what to do or not to do and Mm -hmm. just trusting them but also like you have to earn my trust that you're not going to do something dumb on here and just always tons of conversations and they would come to us like I know a girl in eighth grade that did this on (laughs) on social media like feeling us out like okay, well, what if I did that? Like, how are they going to react? And so we it was just always like, everything's up for a conversation. Always, always, always. And so there's more, and then they got older and then they were into it more. And it's, it's tough. I think you just have to do what feels right in your gut, but you also have to understand this is, social media isn't going anywhere and it is a part of culture and life and sort of the way things work now. Right. Whether you want to 
buy into that or not. It's up find for, that balance. But it is like it's anything, hard. the balance. There are rules where you can, uh, if we're out to dinner and the waiter comes up, you put your phones down, you look at people in the eyes, you order for yourself. I'm not going to order for you. Speak up. Looking, you know, mm-hmm. there was like so much other stuff as far as parenting than worrying about like the phones. But we were very much the phone is fun and cool and this and that and whatever, mm-hmm. but you're still a human being and you're a part of this family and you have to do chores and everything had to be done before you got your phone. Beds made, room tidy, dogs fed, all pick up dog poop. I mean, mm-hmm. they're still picking up dog poop. Like <laughs> you got to do that <laughs> stuff. And so that was always just a part of you have to do your human family duties before you get that privilege of having your phone. And so that was kind of our main thing. We weren't going through their phone and checking what they were doing so much. We were, the guidelines were like, let's be an actual decent human and be a Mm -hmm. productive member of this family before you get to use your phone. Right. Well, and when you guys are not controlling this situation so much, I feel like it allows kids to be more open about it and not feel like they have to hide it. Yeah. So, you know, we are huge fans of Once Upon a Farm. Honestly, we love everything about them, their mission, the products, really everything. So if you follow us on Instagram or you've taken our course, you know, we recommend them constantly. Once Upon a Farm is the leading baby food and kids snacks brand offering organic cold-pressed fruit and veggie pouches, dairy-free smoothies, overnight oats, plant-rich meals, and more. Made with whole farm fresh ingredients and no added sugars, concentrates, or anything artificial at all. Their subscription offering is fully customizable, so you can pick and choose from their wide variety of blends or meals and switch it up before every single delivery. They're nutritionist approved. You guys know Once Upon a Farm is a staple in my house. Bryce loves everything of theirs. And they're so easy. From organic finger food meals that are perfect for baby led weaning to easy grab and go options, they have it all. There is no need to peel and shop. These plant-rich meals come in a variety of ready-to-cook recipes. Each veggie forward recipe is complemented with mild baby-friendly herbs and spices like mint and turmeric and cardamom and avocado oil, which really helps develop your little one's palate. And it can also help decrease picky eating by exposing your kid to new ingredients, which you guys know around here, that's one of our favorite things. Honestly, exposure is everything. With ingredients that are freshly frozen to lock in nutrients and flavor, prepared in minutes, plus you can serve them however your baby or toddler is eating these days. You can blend them into some nutrient-packed purees for some texture or serve them as finger foods to help encourage self-feeding. All of their products, they're always organic, non-GMO, unsweetened, made with no preservative or artificial ingredients, which you know is so important to us. And they're found at retailers nationwide and online. So get started today and enjoy an additional 35% off your first subscription order using code living at onceuponafarmorganics.com. That's onceuponafarmorganics.com. Guys, go try them out. You're going to love them. Do you now, and I'm asking this because I'm still searching for my own boundaries around my phone and social media. (laughs) So I'm not asking because I have them. I'm asking because I'd love advice. But do you guys have boundaries, like personal boundaries? Like, okay, after this time, you know, we're not doing social media or it's, it's now become 
kind of work. So it's only between these hours. So it became a little tricky, mostly for Charlie, with work and social life being on her phone. Right. Because it felt like work wasn't ending because she was like, hey, can you approve this? Not from us, like from the team, from PR or this yeah. or that. The agents like, hey, what do you think about this? Can you look at these po- photos? Which ones do you want to kill? This, Which ones do you want to approve? And it, and then she's trying to have conversations with her friends or FaceTime with her friends or do whatever. Mm-hmm. So we got her separate phone. So yeah. she has a work phone. At the end of the day, it's off. Fridays, it's off. I don't look at it till you don't look at it till Monday. And she just gets to be a kid on her phone and have fun. Oh, that's awesome. Um, So for us, I mean, Mark and I, it's so funny because we have, it's almost like a conversation that doesn't need to be had is like, I can tell when he needs or is wanting my attention and I'm like on my phone like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm not going to be on my phone right now. And he does the same for me. Like if I'm talking and he's on his phone, like. I don't know if it's work or he's just like texting his buddies, like, but I want to like, I want attention, <laughs> like give me my attention. And so he's or like, but, Hey, I'm not just going to drive you around right now. Like, <laughs> I talk to so I, but we have like our communication has gotten so much better throughout all this because yeah. it, you don't know, is it work? Or are you just like playing a game on your phone? Like we still have a marriage to maintain that yeah. we want to keep alive and amazing. And so the, I think communicating, like there's times where I'm like, I'm, I was on, going to be on three podcasts this week. So I told him yesterday, I'm like, I'm checking out for a little bit. I'm going to be on my phone. This is like actual, like, I want to dig into this and like, look at all the prep work and all of that. And so I'm not neglecting you. I'm just telling you, like, this is actual work. What I'm doing, I'm not just scrolling. Yeah, I'm not just scrolling. And I feel it when I'm scrolling and we're like hanging out or maybe we're watching a movie and I'm scrolling. I'm like, what am I doing? This is so dumb. Like, I have this time. I'm going to miss this time. Like, if we're not together, like, oh, when last time we were together, I was on my phone. That was so dumb. So I try to, like, keep myself. We keep each other in check, but we keep ourselves in check, too. Yeah. And read the room. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) Totally. What's it been like, you guys all being on a show together? I I watched the trailer. I haven't watched yet, and I'm so excited. Depends who you ask. Like, the girls, they say they love it. They love having that way to tell their story Mm -hmm. um that's the truth not with people from 15 second videos exactly so i think we all enjoy doing the show but then they'll be like oh i always have to work with my my whole family meanwhile if we're not together for a day they're like calling like where are you guys what are you doing why haven't you called me like because we're letting you live your life (laughs) and also we're living our life so when we are, we're not together for a couple of days, like, and it's one of these things that Mark says this all the time. He's like, just let them live. They'll come back. They're going to come back a lot faster. And like, well, what are you guys doing? Why can't I come? Like, we'll come. Like, let's go. So it, it's like, if you if we're constantly at them, they're like, go the other way. So I think they like the fact that because of the show, we get to be together. Yeah. But it's these little short bursts. You know, it's an hour here, a couple hours there. And I, it's fun. I mean, the, the whole crew is so awesome. I think that's, I couldn't imagine having a show and the crew 
and you didn't vibe yeah. in your house and they become part of your family because they're always around. But Gotta be a good energy. Yeah, it is. And they're so good. So it makes the whole process so much easier. It's fun. It's fun. I mean, we have fun in the interviews and we get to do some fun things, but it's pretty much like our life and the work that, right. and then this, they're like, oh, the cameras will be here for that. They're not like rolling 24 seven. But it's fun. It's fun to be together and be able to do it together. And then when we're wrapped for the day, like, you know, what do you think about this? Like, we talked about that. And is that I want to I want to divulge more. So, like, let me do another interview on that and add to it. Or, you know, we always have those kind of conversations. Yeah, it's kind of cool because it's documenting your life that you can always look back on and you're working together as a family. So it's like fun work. It's still work. Yes. I know that those things are a lot of work but you're getting to to do it as a family yeah i love i love all of that photos videos any kind of archives like that's my thing so i'm like this is cool <laughs> oh my gosh that's i need to figure out how i'm gonna start archiving now it's overwhelming because you're like i have 100 pictures a day <laughs> yeah know, maybe not that many but just yeah. like where do i begin well so mark and i got married there was no digital and so mm-hmm. digital that wasn't really a thing or a common thing until Charlie was probably a little, maybe a year and a half when I switched to digital. And so up until, so 97, Mark Mark and I met, Mm -hmm. until Charlie was born in 2004. So 2005, I have so many photo albums and they are all, everything is in, in order, the whole thing. And then digital happened and now we have like a hard drive from this computer and a hard drive from that computer and I'm, stresses me out that these photos are all in different places. Like I want them all together, very organized. We we did a bunch of them and we have them all on one thing. Mm-hmm. But what I like to do and whenever I was doing photography, I would make folders. And this was like the best piece of advice I ever got. So to keep your stuff organized, like name it the same, like the way it starts. Yeah. The same. And so when Because, you know, sometimes it's kept, sometimes it's lower, sometimes you put a space between this and that. Like, everything is the same. So when I search, Mm -hmm. like, everything goes up. So it's all Dixie-January-2000-whatever. Like, I keep it, like, super organized on my computer. So that makes my brain feel a little bit better. That's nice. Yeah. I saw an app recently. It was an Instagram ad. (laughs) I'm so targeted right now. (laughs) But, like, it was... I think they send you 20 pictures each month of like your favorites from that month. I love that. And I was like, I, I'm going to sign up for it. So I'll I'll get back to you guys and yeah, tell you how that let goes. Let me know. Also, I love real photo albums. And mm-hmm. it's so funny because although my kids are so in the digital age, when they come over, they love to look at the they photo albums. It. And Charlie is still butthurt that her photo album stopped when she was one and a half. I'm like... <laughs> I went digital. I don't know what to tell you. Like, she was like, well, you should print them all out. <laughs> okay, I'll get back to you. But they I do. I, I, I like chat books does a good job and you could get a monthly mm-hmm. or like I, what I wanted to do. And I'm, we're already we're in July and I haven't done it yet is yeah. do like a yearbook for that year. Like you get at school. Yes. That I, I feel like I got to make that happen. I only did it once, and it was the first year of my do- first daughter's life. <laughs> and then once more kids happened, I was like, "Yeah, this is a lot. I it's can't a lot. Do it I know it's hard to keep it all." But, but I'm gonna start. I'm gonna I'm gonna get that app, and I'm gonna start yeah. printing photos. 
You have to. They they're going to love it. They love, even when they're little, like mm-hmm. they used to love, I would do little photo books of like them and their friends or, and they love looking at that. Oh, that's so cute. It is cute. Oh, uh, well, I, I'm so excited to start watching your show more and just to, to follow along with you guys. And I've, I've loved chatting. And I also, after this, I'm going to need a TikTok tutorial because I feel like this is my opportunity because I know nothing about TikTok except for my husband is now newly on TikTok because he's, well, he's a, he's in a duo and he's recently gone solo and it's like, he's a new artist again, which you understand because now, no, I almost said Charlie Dixie's doing that now. And so it's like this whole thing of like, okay, got to get on TikTok and do this. And it was kind of crazy. We were laughing because one of his songs, his first song that he put out kind of took off on TikTok. Like some girl made a video out of it and then everyone caught on and we were laughing and we're like, we don't even understand TikTok and this video is going crazy. And and so we're like, we've we've got to learn it. So yeah. I, I'm going to ask you after this. How, yeah, let's do it. How to do it. I think the key is don't overthink it. Yeah. It's not the place to overthink things. That's for Instagram. Yeah. Making it look pretty and aesthetic like TikTok. Just just record and post. I think that's what I'd like about it, but I'm yeah. just so scared to step into it. <laughs> I know. Oh, so it's our first step is a little intimidating, but then you're like, oh, wait, I got this. I think I'm scared that it's going to be like, I'm just going to get addicted to one more thing. So I, I'll probably have to create some boundaries around that for myself. <laughs> yeah. The scrolling. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. I, I did want to go when you were talking about the kids and the being putting your kids on social media. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to talk to that a little bit because my family didn't live. They lived in Louisiana. We were in the Northeast. I would post them. But mm-hmm. at the time, it was just Facebook and it was mostly my family. So I felt right. but you already have some notoriety built in and your kids are little. So I didn't have that when they were little. Yeah. But even now, I i mean, your kids are very young, but there's certain things that like the girls don't want posted and they're very, mm-hmm. and it's not bad. It's just, they want that for themselves. Yeah. And so if we're like goofing around around the house and I'm recording, which I always do, and they know that about me, mm-hmm. I post very little of that because so much of their life is out there. Like this is our own family stuff. Right. But as adult, like I, I show it to them, like, can I post this? Like, it's so funny. And I think mm-hmm. I, I just, and they're like, sometimes they're like, yeah, let's just keep it for us. I'm like, okay. But I yeah. think the kids and as your kids get a little bit older, like you're going to see how much they get it. And I think they'll be, and just take their cues. I think they'll be able to tell you like, yeah. no, I don't put that out there. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that, that's a good, that's really good advice. And then also, I think I'm just worried about it's like a safety, maybe it's just mm-hmm. safety and mental health. More safety. I think that's what I'm getting freaked out about more and more. But then I don't want to live in fear. So it's just yeah, this I, dilemma. I get it. I know. I, I mean, I think like as a parent, you just, isn't that always our, you know, are the kids safe? Are they okay? You know, is their <laughs> mental health okay? I mean, we're going to do that in every situation. But I think just... You know, there's so many boundaries you could put within your f- apps and yeah, but yeah, do whatever feels good. Yeah. That's all and you And keep do. teaching them great values yeah. and that they're loved and to be kind and yeah. all those things. And get all those little cuddles in because oh. <sighs> as they get older, they want a lot less of that. Oh, I'm which, trying. And Dixie's not a hugger. Uh-huh. So I, 
this is such a thing that drives me nuts is people think that I don't love her on the internet. They think I don't love her because I don't oh my hug her like Charlie and I hug. Mm-hmm. Harley, Charlie's like, mom, I need a hug now. And I'm like, I'm on it. And Dixie's like, it's just it's lasting too long. Can you like go like she, so I, right. I I ask her, I'm like, can I hug you? Like, where are we right now? How are you feeling? Mm-hmm. She was like, okay, just a really quick one. I love I love it. Charlie's like nuts. you ask her, okay, is it okay? And then I love that Charlie's like, I need I this. need like, this. this I, need, need. I need a hug. I need attention. I need <laughs> so funny. They're very different. Oh, they are. It's like I look at my kids. And I'm like, they're just so, so, so different. different from so young. I know. Right? It's a wild. The same so house, fun. same parents. Right? It's so crazy. I know. Well, thank you. I always love talking to parents of older kids that have been through it. And just, I feel like I learned so much and gained so much insight and gets me excited. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Parenting is a ro- wild ride, whether you're on social media or not. And it just have to find, find the humor in it and uh, just enjoy it. It goes fast. Oh. Thank you. You're welcome. We hope you found something meaningful from this episode. It'd mean the world to us if you'd take a second to rate, review, and follow the show and tell your friends about it. It's the best way to support the show. And if you have any questions you want us to cover on the show, call our voicemail line at 833-444-FULL. We want to hear from you. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Meaningful Living and visit our website, MeaningfulLiving.com for resources, courses, and to shop our favorites. Can't wait to see you next week.